You are listening to Your First 100K, the number one podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, coaches, and business owners who want time freedom and financial freedom so that they can provide for their families, travel the world, and give back to the less fortunate. If that's you, then sit back and stay tuned in because you're in the right place. I'm your host, Joseph Warren. I started my first multi-million dollar business at age 19 and wasted away my 20s trying to find happiness through money, success, and pleasure. I made millions, but I still didn't feel happy or fulfilled until I learned the real secrets of success. So the big question is this, how can Christian entrepreneurs like us who didn't give up on our dreams build a highly profitable six to seven figure business without being unethical, doing it all ourselves and neglecting our family and our faith? Well, that is the question. And this podcast will give you the solutions and strategies you've been looking for. Thanks for spending time with me today. If you're new here, then welcome. I have a free 10-day training waiting for you over at first100k.com. Again, go to first100k.com to grab your free 10-day training. Today, my featured guest is Molly Rose. Uh, She is an expert in creating what everyone wants more of, time freedom. Come on. Come on, you know you want more time in your life. You know you want more freedom in your time. Through her proven methods of intelligent systems, seamless automation, and outsourcing, you'll experience another 10 to 15 hours per week startup nation of freedom and flexibility. Is that what you want? I want that. Come on, that's a big, bold promise. We're going to see if she can hold it, if she could hold this promise. As the founder of Virtual Assistant Management, which provides trusted virtual assistant solutions and flawless tech execution for busy entrepreneurs like yourself, Molly Rose is the go-to professional for some of the most successful entrepreneurs and leaders in the author, speaker, and marketing industries. Molly Rose is an awarded military spouse yay thank you and solo world traveler who believes in creating a career and a life that allows you to do more of what you love with the people you love you can find her at virtualassistantmanagement.com.com molly rose welcome to your first 100k top 100 podcast in entrepreneurship go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro would you hey joseph thanks so much for having me I, that was probably one of the best spoken intros I've had ever. <laughs> Love the voice inflection. Uh, but really, over the past 10 years, I've, I've found a way to serve entrepreneurs and, and kind of just relieve a lot of the stuff on their plate that bogs them down, the stuff that's taking that extra 10 to 15 hours a week. So you can't make it to your kid's soccer game or, mm. or travel with your wife and ditch out on a Friday or have more balance in your work day. So that's what's kind of driven me to what I do today, along with uh, supporting as many military spouses as I, as I can along the way. See, I love that you have the cause behind the product, behind the solutions. Fantastic. I need to know before we get into the show, what is the most common thing that's wasting everyone's time in business? I believe it's the ability to say no, personally. Man. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. 
Yep. And you say no, so you can say yes to the things you're supposed to say yes to, whether it's a client or an event. So or true. Podcast. It is so true. I used to be so guilty of that. Yep. yep. And I felt stressed and anxious all the time. And it was terrible. Mm-hmm. But now I don't because I say no very rarely. And it's only if I know with certainty I can complete what I'm saying yes to. Yes. Otherwise, I will not commit. I just won't because I love my wife and my babies too much. Yeah. All right. Uh, take a minute. Share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Oh, man, that's hard. Um, I'm going to use kind of what I, I talked to you about just a little bit ago. So I lost my dad in 2019 and, and this being kind of a faith-based entrepreneur podcast, it completely transformed my, my faith, my belief, watching him cross over to the other side and have this experience going through There's just no bone in my body that believes that there isn't something more for us. And it really reignited what I do now in my daily life. I show up fully. I'm happier. I'm connected to the higher power. I'm connected to my dad who's passed o- over. Um, and it just it just made all, all my cylinders fire in a different way. Mm. You know, just having that inner fuel that so many people choose not to access, I believe gives you a competitive advantage in the marketplace. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, absolutely. It's like going to the gas pump, but you don't even have to go. You just wake up and think think differently and channel and, and you don't have to pay five dollars a gallon people too it's free <laughs> free gas from heaven get your supply now <laughs> all right paint us a picture of you starting out this company okay so you you're you're providing virtual assistance uh you know for people in need man they want their time back they're losing it left and right they're neglecting the people they love mostly but they're trying to provide for them you start this business it wasn't all sunshine and roses out the gate. How'd you make your first hundred thousand dollars? Tell us the story. Yeah. So I was what I say, I was a corporate cubicle dweller. You know, I was 24 years old, 25 years old. It's about 10 years ago to put that into perspective. And I was crying my eyes out on my way to work, way back. I was, you know, 10 days of vacation, hadn't left the country in three years. And I was like, wow, this is not life. This is not what I want my life to look like. My husband at the time was probably on his sixth deployment. He's done several. And I just wasn't home when he was home. And I realized something needed to change and it had to change quickly. So I took what I consider one of my biggest risks. But as I look back, I was fully had a safety net of my husband and I quit my job cold Turkey. And I, I created this career of being a virtual assistant that I didn't even know existed. You know, 10, 12 years ago, it was, it was cool. It was Tim Ferriss wrote that four hour work week book. And we kind of heard that you could outsource things, but it wasn't the way it is today. Uh, so I kind of just started to, to learn. I taught myself everything I know and got several, several clients and learned everything from managing a really busy email inbox to creating online courses and doing websites and booking public speakers as an example, everything you can think of and and really, really enjoyed learning. And along the way, I heard from so many fellow peers, which are my military spouse community. How do I do what you do? Like I am struggling. Our finances are struggling. Uh, I'm not able to get a job because we've we've moved or what they call PCSing every two years, or my kids are in school and my husband's deployed. Like I can't get a job. And I realized that being a virtual assistant for this 
market is such a powerful, lucrative, rewarding thing. So I created a, a certification program that trains people from the women predominantly, but we have a few men, which we're really excited about from the ground up uh, on how to start a virtual assistant business and get certified to do so. And along the way, I uh, kept getting asked, how do I, how do I get clients? How do I do this? And from the client perspective, you have certified virtual assistants. How do I hire them? So that's what created virtual assistant management, our placement company to marry these two. So my first six figures, and I, I say this as an experienced virtual assistant, not, not when you start, came about four years into my virtual assistant career. And I had completely over doubled my corporate income, serving entrepreneurs, just being of service, learning everything I could and learning how to price myself mm. in, a, in a powerful way to earn really great money without working, you know, over 40 hours a week. Usually it was about 30. Now, how did you manage all that work with little babies? I actually don't. <laughs> you what? I don't have kids. Oh, you don't have kids? No, no. Oh. Which, All right, Startup Nation, she's cheating. Oh, she's cheating. But I have several military spouses that all have children. <laughs> okay, there you go. Good cover. Good yeah. cover. She came right in. Shoof. Okay, got it. So listen, like that, that was hard work up front. You know, you had to learn all these skill sets that you didn't have. Like typically when we got to take on new types of skills, uh, we can have a lot of you know, just rocks in our head, head trash around, uh, I can't do this. Uh, I'm not capable. I'm not good enough for people to not only pay me, but pay me a lucrative amount. What uh, specific rocks in your head could you name out loud? And how did you get rid of them? I think the biggest one is understanding the value I was providing. I'm sure several entrepreneurs can relate to this. Pricing was such a struggle for me. I spent several years underpriced by at least five to $7 an hour, sometimes more, and just didn't know that I could ask for more mm. and also had to get over the, I'm very empathetic. So I always wanted to help people, but by taking a lower rate, I wasn't able to help in the capacity that I needed to, to actually make their business successful. So I really had to figure that balance out and get rid of it and understand that you know, be fair, don't gouge the market or don't overprice. I hate that stuff. Um, but know that we all have our own value that we can provide and, and charge accordingly to that and ask for your worth. Now, what happened in your life and in your business where you finally got it and you drew the line in the sand and you said, that's it. I am up in my rake because man world, I am worth it, worth so much more. And you're going to pay me. Yeah. So I got really, really into personal development uh, about four years into my business. And I attended a conference put on by Jack Canfield. He's the founder of Chicken Soup for the Soul and um, wrote the success principles. And it kind of just tilted my life a little bit. And I started to look at what my priorities were and what I wanted my life to actually look like. And I realized really quickly, I'm a finance major, so I know math. <laughs> that what I was charging and what I wanted were never, ever going to align. Mm. So I had to quickly make a change for that. And it, it came also with stop, you know, if I was going to charge, let's just say $40 an hour instead of $20 an hour, I had to start doing tasks for entrepreneurs that 
were worth $40 an hour instead. So I kind of up-leveled my skill set to hit those numbers back in the day. So that, that was a big shift. All right. What was the number one marketing strategy um, that you deployed into your business that helped you attract these higher-end clients? Yeah. So I hate this, but love this about myself. I have never done any traditional marketing. I made a ransom Facebook ads here and there for my virtual assistant Academy, but I am a people person. So I believe in connecting with people as much as possible and just being of service. And I have ran a 100% referral business ever since. And so that's my number one strategy. It's free. It's a lot of fun, you know, go to conferences and just talk to people. Startup Nation, are you like me when you hear someone say this? Oh, yeah, I just get referrals all over the place. They just come to me. I don't know what it is. You're just like, I don't like you. No, there's a strategy. <laughs> What's the strategy, Molly? Come on, pull think, back the curtain. What is it? Yeah, so let's just take going to a conference as an example. I think there's uh, meeting people, having no agenda. Don't pitch yourself. Don't you know, try to get business cards and all of this, just make connections with people and get to know them and then follow up with them. Seven days later, you pop up in their social feed, you know, go back to your notebook, write down their name, find them on LinkedIn, find them on Facebook and just, Hey, it was great to meet you at this. And then maybe two weeks later, you schedule a a zoom call with them just to connect. You're not pitching anything um, and just start to get to know them, ask them questions. If you start to do this, And the mindset that I use is you're not selling that person. You're probably selling their colleague or their cousin or their uncle that has a business and says, oh, I really need help. I need a virtual assistant. So the more you just get out there and get your name out there, it just starts to create this really beautiful funnel of people. I don't know who half the people are that reach out to me, but it's, hey, so-and-so told me that this is your business. So that's a good way to doing it. Okay, so if a listener is hearing what you just said right now, and they're like, okay, if I take your advice, Molly, and I do this, how long is it going to take before I get the momentum, before I get that first referral coming my way? How many people do I need to go and shake hands with? How many babies do I need to kiss before (laughs) I get a darn sale? I don't know the, the strict answer to that. I just, and I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't go at it with that motivation, I'd go at it with almost being curious about other people and just have fun with it. And it'll start to have, it's like the universe responding to what you're putting out there. Like you're just having fun getting to know people doing what we're doing right now. And then people start to reach out. I, it happened to me really quickly. And I think it's also being really good at what you do. So your existing clients going to them and just being really powerful and asking, Hey, I have an opening. If you know anyone, let me know, like, just be open with what you have around you. Okay. Got it. Now uh, let's talk automation. Okay. Right. You got systems. How do we automate our email? I'll tell you straight out my, somehow I got on a PR agency list and I have PR agencies across the planet pitching me guest authors, everything from my shows. And I literally feel anxiety when I open my inbox every morning. What do I do? What do I do? Come on, you're going to help someone in my audience. So a few things I I love. uh, If you're doing something like Joseph's doing with having 
a whole podcast, people being pitched that should run on its own channel. You should have your private email that you only give out to certain people that when it's important. So I, I didn't give them this email. Somehow they got it. Okay. That's what is haunting me. I want to hurt them. I don't know yeah, who them someone, are. Someone gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, probably a referral. <laughs> Sorry, go so, ahead. So I want to delineate there. There's automations that are technology driven, right? Software is automating stuff for us. And then there's human automation. And that's when it comes to email, you can have some, you know, unsubscribe things or filtering certain emails into certain folders if you want. However, I believe in having a virtual assistant. This is the number one thing I would want an assistant to do for any business to be your gatekeeper in your email, especially when you have a lot of emails. And they're the one that goes in and filters everything based on your parameters. So when you log in, you don't have to see what you don't want to see. Uh, so that's step one. And and when you have an assistant come into your business, there's no better place for them to learn the business than the inbox. So they're going to learn so much more that they can probably help you with and take off your plate just by being in your inbox. Uh, I get a lot of questions about the baby steps of that, like the trust and how do I give up my email? I was just going to ask, like, if you're a little control freak like myself, how do you like give them your password to your inbox? Like I what? Usually, well, yeah. <laughs> it's just like a marriage. It is. It is. It's all, first of all, trusting your gut and finding the right person is really important. Um, and then it's baby steps. So maybe for two weeks, all you want them to do is just get in there and start reading things over. And then it might be, okay, we have a folder system, right? So anything that you can respond to goes here. Anything you cannot respond to goes in my folder. And we can start to see where you're at, or what little coaching along the way of, well, you could actually probably respond to this. This is how I would have responded to it. And meanwhile, the whole two weeks they're in your inbox, they're watching you respond. They're, they're seeing what you're actions you're taking to do this. So then step two, they practice doing that system. They might write drafts for you, but not send them. So you can kind of take, it's a process, but it, once you get it, they're running the whole show for you. Once you kind of see that their drafts are good, their coaching's really limited. You're like, okay, let's start sending those emails and getting you, you doing the bookings for me, or you deleting the things that I don't think are important. Uh, and that's just a way to start that process. All right, Startup Nation. I mean, this is like giving someone access to your underwear drawer and then going in and, and teaching them how to sort, right? Like it's very personal. This is your inbox. All right. I but mean, Molly's challenging you. It's also, I call your inbox kind of a place of abuse. I know that's really dramatic. How do you mean? Uh, people email all day long and it's yeah. to the point where you know, yesterday I get an email at noon. If I haven't responded by 10 a.m. the next day, I'm getting a follow-up. It's like, no, this isn't how this works. You know, so something I had to really learn. I'm a yes person. I try to always please everyone or people pleaser, but it's just constant, like, especially an inbox like yours, just constant pushing, pushing, interview me, interview me mm -hmm. or hire me or whatever it is. So I think you have to really protect that space for yourself. All right, there you go, there you go, Startup Nation. All right, let's let's talk about, uh, what do we wanna talk about? Yeah, I wanna talk about what's your personal habit, your number one personal habit um, that helps you stay motivated and take consistent action, especially on the days where you just wanna 
curl up and crawl under a rock or your covers? Oh boy. So I've two, I want to share. So the, the first one, and I know this sounds really simple is just getting outside. So the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is get my butt outside in the sun, even if it's overcast, I live in Florida, like, like you, um, whether that's going for a walk or simply just sitting on the patio, throwing the ball for my dog, uh, just getting in nature, I think is super, super important. And then from a more technical standpoint, I have a lot on my plate. I'm sure several people in the audience do as well. So before I sit down, knowing what I'm going to work on is super, super important. I'm sure if we were live, if I did a hold your hand up situation, a lot of people would, but the amount of times you go to your computer, you don't have a plan for what you're going to work on and your email becomes your plan. So other people's agenda becomes what you do for the next hour and a half and you don't even realize it. You know, so, there's someone in the audience raising their hand right now. They're like, Molly, that's not true. I have a plan. It's called chaos. chaos. That's my plan. Yeah. And then it's lunch. And you're like, what did I do all day? Oh, I responded to people's emails. <laughs> I feel so productive. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. All right. Got it. Got it. Got it. So you go outside, you get some vitamin D, you feel better. It motivates you. And then you go back at it. Yes. But you take breaks. Like, that's what I'm hearing. You take breaks. You stay active, right? Yep. Sedentary lifestyle, man. It kills entrepreneurs fast. It really does. Sitting at the laptop, sitting at the keyboard. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. I'm feeling it in my bones. I don't like the feeling. Yep. All right. Let me ask you this. What do you do to strengthen and deepen your faith? Uh, so I live on the water. And that's kind of my place that I go. We had a conversation. I was raised Catholic, go to church when I, when I want to and need to, and probably should, should go more, but going to the ocean, uh, to me is the most tranquil place of connection. I just think, you know, you look out, it's infinite possibilities and, uh, just taking time to be centered. And, um, I meditate in my own way. I don't do the whole set a timer and sit there. I just kind of turn off the phone go by myself and have some silence. Uh, when I learned that, that really helped me connect to my thoughts, which come from God and take more intentional action on what I do. All right. Got it. You're a nature girl. I hear it. I hear mm -hmm. it through and through. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, go into the hustle round. Favorite part of the show. Wow. Ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just for fun. It's like a game show. Are you ready? Oh, all right. I'm ready. Let's go. What's your favorite thing about owning a business? The infinite possibility to make money. Wow. Cool. What's the what's your least favorite thing? The opportunity to let someone down. Oh, I thought you were going to say the ability to lose money. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's that. I believe we're all struggling with something at any given moment of our life. It's just part of the human condition. What are you currently struggling with or challenged by uh, in your business or personal life right now? I'm uh, launching a program in September and I'm consistently putting everything else before myself to get this done. It's very important to me. And so I'm just, I'm doing all my client work first, or I'm taking phone calls that I shouldn't be. And it's, it, yeah, huge struggle with that. So I'm blocking my calendar, waking up, giving myself a moment to put myself first. And, and that's what I'm doing. It's hard. Okay, girl. 
I mean, that sounds like a dangerous road you're on. <laughs> burnout, burnout. What are you most afraid of? Oh, um, losing my partner, my husband. Okay. Yeah, that's a real, that's a real one. What did you spend way too much time doing your first year in this business? Not charging when I was working. <laughs> Man, you got to charge people. Yep. Got to charge. All right. What secret fear do you have about people? Uh, I guess the thing that comes to mind is that they won't like me. Okay. Yeah, that's a common one that comes up on this show. I like you. Thanks. My audience likes you. <laughs> I could tell. I sensed them. All right. Uh, what do you wish you had learned sooner in business? That being of service leads to the business. So being, don't, don't assume you have to get paid for everything. Uh, just help people and it'll grow the business. Only if you charge what you're worth. That too. When they you got to add that in. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Otherwise, you spend two or three years underpricing yourself. Yep. What's a new habit you're going to create this, this year, Molly? Uh, let's see. She's like, I'm going to church. So call it a habit. So I, I really want to figure out a way to take months at a time off. So December is my new habit of the year. I do not want to work in December. Oh, that's uh, a so good month. Christmas month yeah. off. Like, yeah. I want to be with people and have fun. I like it. Deck the halls. Let's go. All right. What's a bad habit you're going to break? Um, let's see. Drinking a lot for a little bit. <laughs> okay, you know? weekend, weekend socialization, too much. There you go. Bringing it down, bringing it down. Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, let's see. Driven. Harmony is the word. Mm -hmm. kumbaya people together. <laughs> uh, teacher. Got it. Pick three words to describe who you were your first year in this business. Um, nervous, excited, uh, learner, learn everything I could. Nice. And last question, Molly, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and your friends in the eye and give them only one piece of advice about true success in life, what would you say to them? Where you spend your time is how you spend your life. So Boom. Mm -hmm. Boom. That sounded like a fortune cookie or some like motivational guru. I like it. All right. This is the time of the show where you get to give Startup Nation, my audience, a homework assignment. Okay. What's one action they must take this week uh, in order to grow their business income and impact? What do you got for them? I would, on the theme of time, take an assessment of, of everything that you do this week. I have, an, I have a legal pad in front of me. Just write down everything that you do from calling your mom to doing a podcast interview to sending an email to sending an invoice to coaching a client, whatever it is for you. Keep writing it down. And then at the end of the week, come back to it and look at A, all you did and how you spent your time. 
and B, start to circle all the things that you physically didn't have to do. Either a system can do it for you or an assistant can do it for you. And it'll start to create some clarity around where you can create. Time. I like that. That was some good marketing right there. <laughs> good marketing. And then step three, you call up Molly and you say, here's my list. Who do you got to, that can help me? Yeah. All right, Molly, Molly, Molly. What are your three steps for Startup Nation to make their first 100K? They want to make six figures this year. What do you got for them? What are three high level steps? What do you got? Uh, back into your service offerings that will add up to hundred K IE don't spend, don't charge $15 an hour and think you're going to make a hundred thousand dollars. That's step one. What are you selling and what does the chart cost? Uh, I would focus on your mindset. So what are you doing every morning that brings you back to those things at those services you're offering to make that hundred K and everything else goes, this is something I'm guilty of. So you have to kind of nip that in the bud and have intention every morning. I like that. Startup Nation, you cannot have a six-figure bank account without a six-figure mindset. Yep. Period. Absolutely. All right. What's your third? And my third, uh, I just had it. You lost it. Uh, I messed you up. <laughs> I take full responsibility. So I think when you make your first six figures, you might find that it's a hustle. It's it's a lot. You know, you're, you're probably building something while you're doing it and it can be quite exhausting. So uh, making your health and fitness a priority, I think will create the balance that you need, whether that's getting up at five and, and getting it out of the way or drinking 130 ounces of water a day and going for a walk, whatever that looks like for you. I think the success, the happy success of making 100K will include that. I like it. All right. We're speaking with Molly Rose. She's a rock star. She's a rock star. Startup Nation, do you like this show? I mean, did you enjoy this episode with Molly? Like if you did, go write her a five-star review. Like do it now. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Stitcher. Go to first100k.com, first100k.com. Write your five-star review. Write about Molly. Don't write anything about me. I'm boring. Who cares? <laughs> Right, write about the guests. If I like what you write, I'm gonna give you a shout out live on the show, like I'm about to do. Check this out for handle MRD speed. MRD speed is that you, Molly? That's you wrote. Me. You wrote this. I just I pulled up literally. I just pulled it up, and it was like I saw yours, and I'm like last name Speed. What? Oh, that's her. Let's do it on the show. Now you wrote this back in January, so this was like five, six, seven months ago. That's cool. So Molly wrote a must-listen podcast, truly providing value and getting people to $100,000. Listen to guest experts who share their story and provide tips and advice on how you can start your journey to 100K. So thank you, MRD Speed. We <laughs> appreciate you for your five-star review. All right, Startup Nation, go write yours. Molly, what's the best way for Startup Nation to get in touch with you if they so choose? They want time. They want freedom. They want flexibility. Where do they go? So you can find me online, mollyrosespeed.com. If you're looking to hire a virtual assistant, you can go to virtualassistantmanagement.com. And I also run a, a training academy. So anyone that's looking to make their first 100K work remote, you can certainly do that as a virtual assistant, and I'd love to train you. Now, Molly, you told me before we went online that you're taking virtual assistant management to the next level. 
Like you're you're creating this space for like high level virtual executive assistance. So if I want someone who's top of the top playing my game for me, tell us about that. What are you offering? Yeah, I think there's definitely a gap between virtual assistants, you know, the the admin type, super important in a business, but then there's also this OBM role, this operations business manager role, but there's this in between and there's these virtual assistants that have been doing it a long time that implement flawlessly and I call them implementers. So if you're looking for chief of implementation in your business, this is what I'm creating within my, my virtual assistants that have been around the block a few times and they're killer at executing on your marketing, your, your online presence, your speaking business, your books, your online courses, coaching programs. This is, these are the people you want to have in your corner. And they, they're truly partners that are enrolled in your vision. All right, go get it, Startup Nation. Go get it. Molly Rose, thank you for being a guest on your first 100K. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Same to you. Thank you. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently, like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.